righteousness. Yo, Angelo Yee, I love you. 50% ratchetness. I don't ratchet to sit down. This is becoming the most prominent form for him. Wake your ass up. Yeah, it's early in the morning, but they tell me it was y'all. I say, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Pissing People Over. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Another morning of whatever the hell it is we do here. I was about to say some type of adjective for radio, but you know, we're here. Yes. Good morning. Wednesday, hump day. Good morning to you and yours. Yes, indeed. What's happening? How y'all feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. And yourself? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. You know me. Just happy to be here. You know, wearing the same hoodie that I had on Monday because I liked it. And um, our cameraman wasn't here Monday. And you know how it goes. If you don't get it for the gram, you know what I'm saying, to get it on video, it never happened. But did you wash it or did you just put it right back on? Definitely didn't wash it. Uh, I didn't do anything to work up any type of sweat. I I told my wife last night, I said, yo, where do smells go? Like when you get in the shower and you know what I'm saying, you wash, like where do smells go? You wash it off. That's what you use soap and water for. I know that, but where do they go? Do they just uh, evaporate into the atmosphere? Like where do they go? Do they go down the drain? Like where does the smell go? I don't know who's worse. You or my three-year-old with these type of questions that you ask. What other questions do you ask? Dropping a clues bombs for your three-year-old, and I'm glad that you said that. Thank you. That's the greatest compliment you could ever give me. Because I always say you never want to lose your childlike wonder, your childlike curiosity. That's what's wrong with y'all niggas. Y'all think y'all know everything. But who made I God? I approach life like a child. But who made God? I have no idea. <laughs> that's a great, that's, a, that's another phenomenal question. I just know that a God exists. You know how I know? Because I look around. <laughs> Simple as that. I got eyes. Okay. You know, that's it. All right. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Now, every time she has a question, I'll write it down and I'll ask you. Make sure that you guys are on the same level. That's right. Make sure. I, listen, if you're thinking like a three-year-old, if you're waking up every day thinking thinking like a three-year-old, then you really are living life the way it's supposed to be lived. That's My a goodness. fact. All right. Well, anyway. Well, um, I was telling you behind the scenes, just, you know, just be extra, extra careful. I, I was saying that uh, my son plays basketball, which is a little crazy. And um, I'm kind of grateful and thankful that he didn't go to basketball the last week or so because uh, I believe like seven kids on the team, a couple of kids on the team got COVID. Oh, wait a minute now. I agree with you, but don't be too thankful yet. You you, you just came from Florida. Have you yeah, got you're a right. test? You're <laughs> like, right. He was at the Super Bowl. You're right. I, you know what I mean? You know, ch- chastise them kids for playing no, basketball. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying. I mean, there's nothing that they can do. I mean, it, it happens. They're playing basketball. I mean, they, they take every precaution. They get tested every day. There's no people mm-hmm. in the stands. The referees can't mm-hmm. touch the basketball. You know what I mean? So they got to do a, a coin flip. This is high school basketball. You know what I mean? So it just happened that, you know, one kid got it and passed it on to everybody else. Now, I would say I would much rather catch it in that setting. And How about I'm, not catch it at all? I don't want to catch it at all, but I'm saying if I caught it, you know, doing something that uh, genuinely means something to me, like if I was at work or playing basketball, even at school, that that would make more sense. But if I got it because I was in a club, you know what I'm saying? I went mm. to a comedy show or uh, a mm-hmm. game or something, I'd be like, man, I, I didn't have to be there. But I was working. What you mean? Yeah, I exactly. mean, oh. 
Yeah, nobody has to be anywhere, but you just can't predict. That is you not could true. be at home. That is not you true. could be at home. There's people who have been at home and have not left the house and <laughs> gotten it. That's not true. I mean, though. It's true. Oh, true. That's true. It is true. <laughs> because that's not true. People do have to be places. We have to be at work. I got to be here. That's right. Dramos have to be. Boy, there's plenty of people that's listening to us right now that have to be places. So don't say we don't have to be anywhere. That's not true. I mean, besides at work, you know, there's a lot of things that are extracurricular activities. Like you don't have to go to the supermarket. You could order your groceries if you wanted nope, to. Nope. Supermarket is not an extracurricular areas. activity. That's essential. That is not all areas. Some people have to go to the doctor. My parents have to go to the doctor's and doctor's appointment. Some people have to go well, to the yeah, doctor's that's, 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 that's necessary, that's, but what I'm saying, yeah. playing basketball isn't necessary. No, it's that not is an extracurricular activity. It is. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it, but, but I would rather catch it in that setting, doing extracurricular activity of something that I actually love. And for, you know, Logan, that's something that could benefit his future because he could get a scholarship or something. Yeah. And he's still in school. He already got a, a couple of offers for for schools to play ball, so that you know, makes my life a lot easier. See but anyway, because it, it's hard because some schools aren't even open right now, and they're trying to figure that out. And schools essential, right? Yeah, certain places. I think in New York, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure if schools are open back up yet. But yeah, certain things. My wife didn't want him to play any sports. Like my wife does not leave mm -hmm. the house. She's extra, extra, triple mask. Yeah, and people are people are doing virtual. People have been doing virtual training and things like that, so they don't have to be in person. Also. Yeah, he has to do virtual training. He does virtual school and all that stuff. But, you know, when he go, he had to play a game. When he go to play a game, hey, it is what it is. But well, let's infect people with good radio this morning. Let's go. Let's right. spread this breakfast club virus. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news coming up. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about this impeachment trial that started yesterday for Donald Trump. He was not happy with his attorney's performance. We'll tell you why. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Where are we starting, ye? Well, let's start with the impeachment trial. Today's the second day. Yesterday was the beginning of that. Six Republicans voted with Democrats to advance the trial. And, uh, you know, Trump's lawyers did not do so great on that first day. As a matter of fact, they are saying that Donald Trump was not happy with his lawyers at all. And I want to talk about that because, um, you know, one of the things that Trump's lawyers was saying is that they had to change their plan because the presentation was so good on the side of uh, the prosecutors. The House managers who spoke earlier were brilliant speakers. I'll be <laughs> quite frank with you. We changed what we were going to do on account that we thought that the House managers' presentation was well done. What do you mean the presentation was so well done? It's Donald Trump. Whatever they say he did, he did it. He's guilty. We watched him for four years commit crime after crime after crime. Of course their presentation is good. All they got to do is tell the truth. No, no, yeah, and that's the thing is that they do have the truth on their side and what actually <laughs> happened. I mean, no. they actually played the Capitol riots. They did y'all see it yesterday? Footage. The yes, presentation the was good. I ain't going to front. Like, they would go to his speech, and then they would show the people attacking the cat at the Capitol. Then they would go back to his speech, and they would his show tweets. his tweets. Like, it, it was it it's was a great presentation. Because all they have to do is tell the truth. It's Donald Trump. He's given us four years of crime after crime after Bro. crime. Whatever crime you want to, whether it's uneth unethical, no morals, illegal, he's done it all. He's got it all covered. No, whoever did that should work in a lifetime. The way they put them things lifetime. together, it, yeah, it was perfect. Not lifetime does the, the, the bio. Don't disrespect Donald Trump's story like that. Donald Trump's story is way bigger than lifetime. What are you talking about? It's blockbuster. Don't do that. But it was dope. They, 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 yeah, it was the way they put that together was amazing. The worst president all of right, all time going to be lifetime. Jr. Come on, he's way here's better. Some more, here's some more of what uh, Donald Trump's attorney, Bruce Caster Jr., had to say about, and this basically uh, helped their argument also. And here's what he said. The American people just spoke. 
and they just changed administrations. The people are smart enough in the light most favorable to them. They're smart enough to pick a new administration if they don't like the old one. And they just did. In other words, the whole reason that Donald Trump was saying all these things about the election was stolen from him, his lawyer just said it wasn't. And we did pick a new administration and the people picked. So that just defeats all of what Donald Trump was saying about the election being stolen. So that really helps out as far as him being impeached. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell is happening right now. Just know I'm not holding my holding my breath for anything to happen because Democrat Democrats lack courage. Uh, this government lacks courage. And even though I absolutely believe it needs to be consequences and repercussions of what happened on January 6th, I don't think anything's going to come. Well, I feel like Republicans lack courage because if they're not going to side on what's right and, and not think about their political affiliations, that would take some courage to say, OK, we need to impeach him because he's committed crimes. No, that, to me, it actually takes more courage to stand on the BS. To say, you know what, mm-hmm. we choosing party over, we choosing party because over country. We what don't care about what happens with y'all. There are certain Republicans who are planning to run for president, and they're scared to cross those party lines because they don't feel like people will vote for them. And they said some of those people who we already know are planning to run in 2024 are the ones who are voting against impeaching Donald Trump. Well, I absolutely think that it needs to be consequences and repercussions to what happened on January 6th. But I just think they're attempting to impeach Donald Trump because they are shook to death of him running again. And, you know, not to, not to mention, what the hell happened to those folks on January 6th? Like, they're really treating an attempted coup of this country like a traffic t- ticket. These people are getting trespassing charges, misdemeanors. Like, when is the book going to yeah. be thrown at folks? It doesn't make <laughs> like, sense. What, what are we it, talking it, it, about? Like, they're supposed to be getting years yes. in prison for those things that they're doing. Yeah, like, like it's not, it's not a, sma- a smack on the wrist. Like, they should be getting years. Disorderly conduct? Like, what? an attempted coup they raided other countries they would get killed yes lined up shot bow same day gone well that is your front page news all right you know if you stole mccoy if i stole a courthouse in new york city or or new jersey you'd be under the jail what no bail no nothing charged with the highest felony they could give you because you're dominican I'm not Dominican, you fool. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 1051. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent or if you want to spread some positivity, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, DJ Heavy. This is uh, David. I'm from Queens, New York. David from Queens. What's up, bro? What's what part up, of Queens? Blessing, uh, by City Field. Okay, all right. Get it off your chest, brother. How are you, Charlemagne the God? Peace, King. How you doing, my brother? Good, good, good. Angela Yee, good morning to you. Good morning to you. So pretty much, uh, yeah, I-, I was talking to this girl. We met like... Uh, we met a couple of months ago, but like um, we started going out, you know, we, we we kissed and whatnot. But like she she ghosted me, and and I and I really caught feeling. Well, congratulations! Like I introduced her to my friends, and they all thought she was chill and whatever. And she just ghosted me like recently Sunday, and, and I'm not gonna force anything, but like I don't know, you know, I'm I'm just feeling low key hurt. You feel me? And, and the thing is, like she's from she's she alone in this country. She's from Ecuador, and, and um, I haven't heard anything about her since, like, since like Sunday. Does she need a green I know, card? <laughs> I think she does, yeah, but, like, I don't know. If she needs a green card and she ain't, she ain't, she ain't throwing you no action, then she don't really like you at all. Damn it, man. Yeah, no, I figured that. I just, 
I don't know. And I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm feeling low-key upset. But. Hey, man, you shoot shoot again. You shoot 100% of the shots you don't take, man. Shoot again. Absolutely. Thanks. Yeah, yo, I love listening to you guys. I, I, I go to work in Long Island, so every morning I listen to you guys. And well, thank awesome. you for listening, brother. Thank you, King. Right, you want to you want to dedicate a song to her? Um, <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, we'll see. I was trying to help you out. I was gonna you could play Pop Smoke. She wanted to help with the woo. <laughs> oh my okay, goodness! Bye. All right, brother. Thank you. Good night. I mean, good night. Good morning. Yeah, he got him all frazzled. He don't know what time it is. What, what would be a good song to dedicate to a woman nowadays? A new record. Uh-huh. Bust it. Bust it. There you go. There, that's a good one. The bust it child. I like that. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Uber Mike Dallas. How y'all doing, Breakfast Club? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. What's going on? DJ Envy, yesterday you asked the question, what do we, who, who do you get confused to look at? I get confused to look like Charlemagne all the time. That's what started me listening to The Breakfast Club. Man, so that means all you, that means you got to beat the women off you. Women and men, they yeah. all over you, huh? Looking that's like right. that handsome guy. <laughs> and look, Charlemagne, I know I could have played you in the Wendy Williams biopic. I know I could have did that Anybody could have did a better job. You know, so you look like bar. that guy? Yeah. That's like saying you, <laughs> that's like saying you could have ran for president. Like that, right. that's a low that's a low bar, brother. Ugh. And you you remind me of one of the girls from the group, the Jets. That's what you remind me of. The Jets. The Jets. The Jets. You know the group. The group. That the was like Jets. the sixties. Yeah, they're all brothers and sisters. Yeah. I know, but you remind 80s. me. You, you have that look. You have that look. That's why you remind me of them so much. They were like Minnesota from Hawaii. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I thought they were from Hawaii. I thought they were from Hawaii. I don't know why. Jesus Christ. Gracious. Why does she remind you of the Jets? <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> the Jets. The Jets. Jesus Christ. Okay. That's a, they were like an 80s. I don't even know what they were. Were they like a band? Pop they started band? in 1977. It was a, they were 80s I think they were all uh, related to each other, like brothers and yeah, sisters. Yeah, they were a family band. A Minnesota band. Okay. I definitely see it. Yeah, yeah now that I'm looking at it, which one? Which one you think? The, the one on the bottom or the one in the middle? Yeah. Uh, the I mean, you could Photoshop me into that picture now. Yeah, the one you, on the bottom, you, I think. Yeah, you definitely can. Not the one in the middle, though. Kind of look a lot. Little, little, like, well, yeah, the one in the bottom. Somebody going right. to do that. Somebody going to Photoshop you into this Jets album cover. <laughs> Hello, like who's Jets. this? Yo, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Hey. Hey, Trav. What's up, Solomon? Trav, what's happening? What's happening, sis? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I just wanted to call and talk about my first therapy session, man. Hey, um, that's what I like to hear. Talk to us. Yeah, I went on last, I went on last Friday. I was supposed to go last. Tuesday, but they kept pushing it back because of the snow. But um, I went last Friday, and it was actually like went really good, man. Um, we just talked a lot about like actually just me growing up and just like things like points in my life that she didn't really even talk about my little sister yet. But she was very inquisitive. It's intriguing. Did you cry? Did I cry? Yes. <laughs> Tell the truth, Trav. Yeah, he did. If you got to ask the question anyway, to yourself, man. he did. Did you cry? <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't take much to make me cry. <laughs> well, that's good. Crying is freeing. Crying, crying is really good. And, yeah, you, and you know the ill thing about therapy: the more you talk, like you start to answer your own questions. You know what I mean? You start to figure things out, and you realize that's that's what that's why unpacking is good. You're unpacking. I thought I was talking her to death, but she told me I was fine. <laughs> that's what you're paying her for. What you mean? They said she gets to listen. You better get your hours worth. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Bye, right, y'all. All right, I have brother. a good one, Trav. 
Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee. Yes, and let's talk about some new music. Nipsey Hussle and Jay-Z. Hustle and Hove. All right, we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, so this year's Super Bowl, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Kansas City Chiefs uh, drew a total number of 96.4 million viewers. That's pretty decent numbers. They said it was also the most live-streamed NFL game, averaging 5.7 million viewers per minute. That's up 65% from the Super Bowl last year. It's also the first NFL game to deliver more than 1 billion total streaming minutes. So, sounds like a good one. Yeah, I mean, I would expect numbers to be up, especially being that, you know, I'm sure a majority of people were were home more so than in years past when people gather to watch it at bars and stuff like that. Right. It's not the most watched Super Bowl um, ever. That was actually back in 2015. The uh, Patriots, the New New England versus Seattle, that had 114.4 million viewers. Mm. All right. Now for the weekend, he saw a 200 percent increase in Spotify streaming numbers after his Super Bowl performance. Mm -hmm. So obviously they don't get paid for that, but you do that for that recognition and hopefully to have some music out at the same time. So you can really benefit off of that performance. And speaking of new music, Lauren London, she posted uh, Hustle Times Hove. And that was in celebration of the new Nipsey Hustle and Jay-Z song, uh, Hustle and Hove. And so here's a snippet of that. The only reason I survived because they in the special first. You get successful, they in stressful thirst. The industry going to test you, see what your texture's worth. Diamonds and bites, one of them pressed the curve. I arrived on the day for a hand that got hurt. Hold up. Assassinated just to clarify further. Hey man, it hurts to hear because you just can't help but to think about how much more incredible uh, this moment would be if Nipsey was still here. And Nipsey's murder will always feel like a glitch in the matrix to me, but uh, I can't wait to hear it. And it's always good to hear a new scripture from Hove. Well, that is actually going to be on the Judas and Black Messiah soundtrack, and that comes out on Friday. Phenomenal film, by the way, Judas and the Black Messiah. Actually, I just finally watched it yesterday. I got the screener, too. Dominique Fishback is amazing in that movie. I love her. So it's good to see her in that. She did a great job. Yeah, I watched it. um, And the record's going to be... Uh, every hour on the hour on Friday on iHeart. So you'll get to hear it every hour. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really a good film, though. It, it's so much I didn't know about Fred Hampton's assassination that I learned in this film, but it's 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 really good. Mm. I'm not going to put too much I, sauce on it, but it's really good. Okay. All right, and Alex Trebek, his Jeopardy wardrobe is donated now to a homeless organization. So, you know, he died November 8th uh, following a battle with pancreatic cancer. But now they have donated his clothes from Jeopardy to the Doe Fund. It's a nonprofit that provides housing, vocational training, continuing education, and other services for formerly homeless and incarcerated New Yorkers. That's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, that's going to be dope to see a bunch of homeless people walking around dressed like Alex Trebek. Alex with suits Trebek, on and everything. Fly-ass suits on. Yep. Alex Trebek. And I'm sure those suits will help some people, uh, you know, be more prepared for job interviews. Get some jobs. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, and starting Friday, and we talked about this a little bit when we uh, played Jadakiss's uh, New York City Subway PSA, they're actually going to have a whole host of different notable natives from New York voicing the subway and bus announcements. Those people do include Jerry Seinfeld, Whoopi Goldberg, Cameron. So they actually approached 50 prominent New Yorkers from across different industries. Angie Martinez is part of that. I am. Um, and so they said 25 people actually agreed to do it. It's, it was free. But it was just a, a nice thing to do. So when you're waiting for the train or the bus, you can actually hear celebrities reading out, you know, to make sure you make space for people, stay six feet apart and things like that to bring you a little bit of joy, joy during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. All right. And Dr. Dre, his estranged wife, is looking into whether or not he was funding the lifestyles of his alleged mistresses. And she wants to talk to them about <laughs> financials. Nicole Young wants three women and she said these three women were intimate with Dr. Dre during their marriage. She wants them to sit for depositions and she wants to see if Dre gave them money and gifts. She claims that um, one woman purchased a $2.15 million house free and clear in 2019. And she wants to know if he's the person that provided the money for her to purchase that house. Black Woo! men don't cheat. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, man. Black, black men, men don't, don't cheat. cheat. I don't know. Black men don't cheat, yo. I don't know. You know, how we know these yeah. women, if this is true, how we know these women didn't have nonprofits that he was funding. We don't know. They could be, they could be donating money for a good cause. That's what a deposition is for, to find out, right? But I will say this. It hurts, like, to get cheated on. But what hurts more is when that person has spent all kind of money on somebody else. You bought her a well, house. Well, you did this. Well, let's not throw that on the man. We don't. We, I'm not saying allegedly. he did that. I'm oh, just allegedly. saying, in general, it hurts to get cheated on. But it hurts even more when you know the other person was doing all kinds of things. Like, because that's not just cheating just for sex. That's like, I'm taking care of you. Yeah, but I'm not uh, taking care of her. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing, I'm not giving her money because I'm taking care of her. I'm giving her money. So she keep quiet. That's what I'm money. money for. So I give her money because I'm not caring. They could hire so a prostitute, much. but that it feels what? like it's against the law. That feels like that feels more like a that feels more like a relationship. No, you that, know when you start like, doing things like if you buy somebody a house, you can't tell me that's just no, that's so too much. Quiet. Now you jumping out. Come on now. But way too much. You buying a house. But. That's Dr. Dre. This is a whole different tax bracket. Dr. Dre's worth a billion dollars. That's that's little money to Dr. Dre. And buying a house is a bit much. You know, I'm talking about regular. I'm talking about like you know bags, some money for your rent here and there. You know what I mean? Then you got. But I mean, Pay for man. Dr. Dre, for Dr. Dre, that is bags and hair money right yeah, there. I mean, didn't your guy buy somebody a house? Yeah, but he's a sucker. I, 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 and that was too much. That's my point. You don't buy no, you don't buy another woman a house. You know what I'm saying? I she, mean, that's know, ridiculous. And I'm not racist. saying this definitely happened. I'm just saying in general, in life, if your man does this and yeah. he cheated on you, that's hard to forgive. You done bought her a house? How mm-hmm. else was I supposed to keep her quiet? <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't buy a house, people get on Instagram and tell everybody. Then you'd have been like, embarrassed. How do you like think Kevin. Wendy Williams felt when Kevin Hunter bought a house with the That's mistress. what we just said. That, that was his, that, that was he was being crazy. Kevin right there. Wendy needed another, another tax write-off. That was her money anyway. Come on, guys. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now, are you uh, a dope? Are you a hip hop artist, an R&B artist, and you want to make it? The what? how what can happening? I get? Um, I'm telling you. You look, sound like one of them rappers on Instagram. Who hey, got fam. five verses? You got five verses? Who got That's what we're doing right now. Just, ride, just roll with me. I did, I'm not, how I'm can not. I get on Talent Search? It's a search for the hottest tracks from the upcoming singers or rappers. What? Right now, together with iHeartRadio, you might have a chance to get signed with Sparta Distribution what? and be mentored by the Breakfast Club co-hosts Angela Yee and DJ Envy. 
It's okay. a new dynamic what program. What talk somebody about when it comes to music? Look, Rob all I it, know man. is if you do R&B and hip hop, all you have to do is go to iHeartRadio.com slash how can I get on and submit your music and you could actually win all of this. You could win a deal. You can get some mentorship. So just make sure you enter to win. I don't know and what y'all selling. by iHeartRadio and Facebook groups. I don't know what y'all selling just now, but that was terrible. What are y'all selling? Producer just texted it to me and said it has to go on right now. So well, that was horrible. Y'all should have planned this one out. What do you mean? Are y'all giving away a record deal? I guess we are. Uh, we giving away a distribution deal. Yes, we deal, are. Yeah. Lead with that. <laughs> hey, you want a record deal? Then boom, go. There you go. That's right. finished. We finished. Are we finished or we done? Lord have mercy. This Good luck. This, this, this what people pay for? Okay. Yeah, this is what they pay for. And we're going to get you a house. Right. Definitely not going to get you a house. <laughs> <laughs> and if it is, it's going to be one of them ones that you, you know Christ. where. Goodness right. gracious. All right. Well, front page news. We got to go. talking about, guys. <laughs> Uh, Mark Cuban Okay, we'll do it next It's The Breakfast Club, good morning Morning everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee Charlamagne the guy. we are The Breakfast Club Let's get in some front page news Where we starting, Yee? Well, the Dallas Mavericks, they have stopped playing the national anthem before home games, and that's because of Mark Cuban. He gave that direction. He's the owner. And he confirmed that to ESPN yesterday. They do not plan to resume that tradition. And then he also declined further comment. Yeah, that's because goddamn Luca and Porzingis said, look, we not from here. Okay? <laughs> we tired of standing for this damn national anthem, and neither one of us are from here. We the stars of this franchise. Okay? Show us some respect. Either play our national anthems or don't play none at all. I wonder if they'll ever get rid of the national anthem already. I mean, I feel like it's so outdated and the whole premise of it. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Maybe, because I never thought they would change the name for the Washington Redskins and the Cleveland Indians. I never thought that and was going to happen all that in a stuff zillion years. You want to impress me? Rip I mean, up the damn Constitution. Okay, that's the thing. That, that's where you need to start. One step at a time. Should be one step at a time. Start at the, now, start, start at the root. I mean, because they've already gotten rid of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> they've given that a new name, Pearl Milling Company. So the Pepsi did release a statement yesterday. They don't even feel they, the same. The box they don't even the look the story same. Behind the new name. And it says, though new to store shells, Pearl Milling Company was founded in 1888 in St. Joseph, Missouri, and was the originator of the iconic self-rising pancake mix that would later become known as Aunt Jemima. A whole bunch of pointless symbolism. Okay. Not doing anything to really, really, really chip away at uh, systemic racism. I saw some people did not know, thought that Aunt Jemima was founded by a black person. I don't know why anybody thought that. Just because there was a black woman on the box? I did. Yes. I absolutely You thought did. it was? Yeah. I thought I so too, growing that's up. Why I, that's why I ate so much Aunt Jemima. I used Aunt Jemima because of the black woman on the, on the front. <laughs> All right. I, and yeah, drinking. I don't trust it now. Drinking at least one cup of coffee a day could help reduce the risk of heart failure, according to researchers. This is published in the journal Circulation Heart Failure. They determined there is a benefit to consuming coffee, and they looked at data from three major studies. They said compared with people who don't drink coffee, people who do were found to have a decreased risk of heart failure between 5 and 12% for each cup they drank on a daily basis. How do racists order their coffee if they want it just black? What do they say? Black. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're coffee black. And that really is the best way to drink it. So or when you if you want to get those health benefits, that is really the best way to not add all that cream and things like that. So coffee, yes, can be good for you. Good time for me to say that I have a coffee company. Coffee uplifts people. So don't be afraid to get some of that. Um and yes, that is your front page news. How do you think oh. racists act when they slip on black ice? <laughs> that goddamn nigger ice. Got me again. <laughs> 
guy's so stupid. All right, thank you, snorting. That's front page news. Now, when we come back, 800 585 1051. What were we talking about, ye, with Dream Doll? Um, so there was a post that she retweeted that said that Valentine's Day is for women, it's not for men. I got to get the exact post. But yes, that's what, uh, and Valentine's Day is coming up. When is mm-hmm. it on Sunday? Yeah, Valentine's Day is on Sunday. So mm-hmm. do you get do you guys expect to get anything for Valentine's Day? No. Don't care. Either. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah, me neither. No, I like getting I, I, my I, man I, something I, I, for I, I, I like to get my man something for Valentine's Day. I mean, I tend to agree. I mean, I'm not, I don't know if Valentine's Day is just for women, but I mean I I know I like to, you know, get things for my wife, get things for my daughters on Valentine's Day. I don't yeah, I don't expect anything on Valentine's Day. Yeah, me neither. I'm the same way. When I was in high school, I mean, you know, gear used to give me balloons and, and stuff like that. But now, I don't know. Nah, I don't expect anything. I take care of gear. I take care of my daughters. Wait, you I got take balloons? care of my mother. Yeah, when I was in high school, yeah, gear would buy me balloons. Truth to the matter Absolutely. is, I don't like anything that people receive on Valentine's Day. I don't care for balloons and cards and flowers and all that stuff. I don't, you know, that me personally, I don't care for that type of stuff. Yeah, nah, me, me, me neither. But I do it for my daughters. I, you know, when they're in school, I send them stuff to their school. Uh, I send stuff to my mother. I send stuff to my mother-in-law, and I take care of gear. You know, it's, it's it's special just to say that. Hey, I love you. Somebody's thinking about you. Somebody cares. But as far as myself, nah, I don't want nothing. Yeah, I'm not I'm good. Go, yeah. I think it's nice. I think it's nice to do something nice for your man. Like even if you just make dinner, little cute things like maybe get him a robe with his initials on it. You know, just something small and cute, just to be like, I love you. We in the house, and you could do something special at home. Yeah, I'm not gonna go so far as to say I think Valentine's Day is just for women. But you know, I I I don't care. Perfect. And in the Midwest, they have Sweetest Day, and Sweetest Day is when actually women buy something for their man. So Swedish Day, holiday. Sweetest. Oh, sweetest. Oh, yes, yeah, sweetest. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Valentine's Day is this Sunday. Is Valentine's Day just for women? Let's talk about it. Again, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. I think it is. Uh, I don't want anything for Valentine's Day. I don't expect anything for Valentine's Day. I think it's all for. My wife, my daughters, my mother, my mother-in-law, myself. When I go to dinner or we go out, it's you know I'm, I go to my wife's favorite restaurant. It's about spoiling I, I things. It's yeah. about spoiling your significant other. It's about spoiling the, the 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 love of your life. You know, for, you know, for me, it happens to be a woman. For others, it might be a man. You know, and they might want to spoil their man. In, in that case, it can't just be for women, right? You're right. I didn't. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> you know absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Not fair. Right. You're right. <laughs> but, but let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Valentine's. And we're asking, is Valentine's just for women? Now, Valentine's is this Sunday. Um, and that is the question. Uh, myself, I think uh, yes. Um, and the reason is, is I don't necessarily care about Valentine's for myself. I kind of want the women in my life, which is my daughters, my wife, my mother, my mother-in-law. I want them to be happy. I want them to show them how much I love them. So I don't necessarily mm-hmm. care about it for me. Now, uh, Charlemagne, what, what do you think? I don't care about Valentine's Day for me either. You know what I mean? I like to do the same. I like to take care of my, my wife and my daughters. But, you know, Valentine's Day can't just be strictly for women because you have a lot of uh, same-sex relationships out there. So if you're, a, if you're a gay man in a relationship with another gay man, you're going to get based something, right? Correct. I would I would assume. So, I mean, I can't jump out the window and uh, ag- agree with her statement that, you know, Valentine's Day is just for women. I understand what 
she's attempting to say, but she's not being uh, all inclusive of of everybody on this on, in, on this planet. That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, I think that traditionally when I was growing up, it would always be like guys getting girls things for Valentine's Day. Personally, I don't mind doing something for my man. Also, it's not like an extravagant holiday like his birthday, but I'll probably do something like make dinner or get, you know, maybe a little cute present that's thoughtful. But I don't go all out or nothing for Valentine's Day. But I do believe that guys do a lot more for women on Valentine's Day. But I do think it's always nice to reciprocate and do a little something. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yo, your name John, man. Active duty Air Force, you know. What's up, John? Thank you for all your service, sir. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, but no, I definitely believe that uh, Valentine's Day is for both men and women. Uh, I'm gonna just say this from experience. I, I, I was in a long-term relationship and never really received anything for Valentine's Day. And then I got into mm-hmm. another relationship after that one, got married, everything, and I actually received gifts. You know what I'm saying? It's not the flowers, it's not the candy, and all that other stuff. But it comes down to the thought that the person put into it. So I definitely believe that. Okay. Fair Hello, enough. who's this? Hey, this is Nana. Hey, Nana. Good morning. We're asking Valentine's. Is it a woman's holiday just for women? Um, No, I think it's for both. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, some guys like to get, like to receive stuff on Valentine's Day. And some girls like to let their man know that they um love them and feel for them. Like, let them know that, hey... I love you and get some stuff for them for Valentine's Day. And I think um, women enjoy that holiday also. So I can't say it's just for women. I can say it's for both. What you getting your man in this weekend? <laughs> well, he already got his Valentine's See what I'm saying? Um, you ain't even giving no thought. You just want to hear yourself on the radio. I got him an early. I got him an early Valentine's. What you got him? What you got him? What you got him? What you got him? Why um, you lie? And by the way, and by the way, sex is not a Valentine's Day present. I just want to put that out there. But what, go ahead. What you got him? <laughs> um, I got him a um NBA young boy jacket that he wanted, and um oh. NBA what? A, NBA, a young, NBA boy young boy jacket. How old is your boy? Okay. <laughs> oh, you a cougar. You dating a little 19-year-old. You, how old are you? No, I'm not. I'm only 22. Oh, hey. okay. So y'all young. All right. Okay. You got an old boy. No, my boyfriend's <laughs> old. My boyfriend's older than me. How old? <laughs> Uh-oh. See, they might be listening to the radio, but... I um, need to I'm know how old this man is. Yeah, yeah. Because if he wants an NBA, NBA young boy young jacket, boy we want to know why. Yo, how and he old he older is. than 22? He older than you? <laughs> yeah, he's older than me. But yes, I got him an NBA young boy jacket and I got him um a pair of shoes. See, so she already oh, she already man. got him a gift. She got him a so pair of new balance. Yeah. And Listen. then I'm gonna get him a um probably a card or something, but that's it. That's nice. You dating the old man that's trying to be young, and he trying to keep up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you, he asked you for an NBA young boy jacket to sound hip. No. <laughs> some some black Air Force Ones or some brand. mids. He likes that clothing brand. I didn't know NBA young boy I had like a clothing NBA brand. Because you old. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for calling. You knew NBA yeah. young boy had a clothing brand, Envy? I'm just, uh, his merch doesn't. We, his merch doesn't. We're in the same age me. bracket, bro. You think I knew that? Oh, I didn't know. I Do you know how much is. money NBA Youngboy makes off of his merch? It's ridiculous. He makes like millions, probably she, a month. I'm with it. She ain't say merch. Well, I guess jacket is merch. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, she made it seem like he was a clothing brand. A clothing brand. Exactly. Like Sean like, John. Exactly. Or, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, NBA Youngboy and Macy's. <laughs> yeah, that's I what know. I thought. All right. All right. 800-585-1051. It's Valentine's just for women. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. 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 
Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking Valentine's Day. Uh, is Valentine's Day just a woman's holiday? All right. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's your name? Tony from Wolver, Mr. Story Movie 92. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I don't, I don't think uh, Valentine's Day is for me and neither. Matter of fact, I boycott the whole thing. I don't get my wife. Okay. Yeah, I boycott Whoa. the whole thing. How does, how does she <laughs> you feel about cheat. that? Does it does it matter to her or is she cool with it? Man, she's cool with it because I show I love her every day of the year. What does mm-hmm. one day do? Her? What does one day mean? Right. No, some people are fine with that too. That's why I was asking. Some people were like, man, I wish my man would get me something. Some people are like, it's cool. Hey, well, remember celebrate. that on your punk ass birthday. I hope your wife tell you happy birthday every day. <laughs> and then on your birthday, she's like, I tell you happy birthday every day, nigga. She do, and then she don't give me another girl. Oh, okay, y'all in okay. that type of stuff, huh? Well, <laughs> well, go get her sex for his birthday. Yeah, I told you, hey, that's get get her another penis for her uh, for Valentine's Day then. <laughs> and he and you it for he her. You laughing too hard, like it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of kinky? Thank you, bro. Good luck. That got Hello, who's this? <laughs> Yeah, that's not a personal word. Hello, who's this? Hey, y'all. It's Cece from Mobile, Alabama. What's hey, up, Cece? How you? I'm good. How Cece, y'all? Cece with no Russell? <laughs> no Russell, no. <laughs> Just sad on I Valentine's Day. I anything against Russell, but no, I don't have no Russell. Okay. Now, now, what are you, um, are you getting your man something for Valentine's Day? Is Valentine's Day just a woman's holiday? No, it's not just a woman's holiday. It's a holiday for whoever you love. Okay. You love. I feel like okay. even though it's commercialized, it's kind of a representation on that day to show love. Like, it's just a signification of love. So who are you showing love to on Sunday? Oh, my. Uh, it's complicated. But my dude, uh-oh, <laughs> together. Oh, he, oh, ma- oh, he married, so he going to be with his family on Sunday? No, we not married. No, not I know y'all we not don't. married. I'm talking about him and his wife. Oh his... no, he not married. I don't do things like that. Oh, okay. So why is it complicated? I leave that for scumbags. You in a situationship? <laughs> it's complicated, boo. How, t- complicated. I'm, 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 <laughs> hey, I'm here for the complication. Give me the complication in one minute or less. Let's go. Hey, what's the complication? I don't know how to describe it. You know how in life you might be a certain link and somebody else is not matching where you are in life and so they okay. need to like you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna nope. put no no kind of dirt on his you know what because he's a good okay. guy he just has I get to, it he's not on your level you need him to step it up a little bit I so that you can feel more secure he, we just we just want to match he's a broke he's a broke negro with good penis no Oh, <laughs> no. they don't even have good penis. You broke no, a broke man. negro with bad penis. So, so you you broke with bad vagina. No, I make good money for my area, and it's more than ever. So it's hard. You need, to, like you, you know, you what need I'm him saying? to match that. Mm-hmm. His area is more than average. I live in Mobile, Alabama. Our cost of living is nothing, but I have a good job, and my right. job affords me luxuries that a lot of people down here. My, especially my age cannot afford. So he's broke. Therefore, no, he just ain't he doing as good as you. Man, Charlie, man, I ain't finna play with you. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> you gonna ruin her? Don't ruin her Valentine's yeah, Day. Let's leave that's her. I'm good confused. I'm gonna get she nasty is... for Valentine's Day because that's what I called in to talk about. Oh, okay. there we go. <laughs> so you gonna get nasty? So you gonna give him some sex for Valentine? 
We gonna, you know, we gonna amp it up a little bit. Some vloggers, probably like a little mouth gag. A little um, mouth what? Know. Mouth game, mouth game, oh, mouth game. game. Like, what the hell? Gag. gag. You know, to oh. put my mouth to shut me up. Oh. I need to be shut up sometimes. So okay, it oh. sounds it's like a good little role play. What, what else is there? What else are you guys gonna do? I, I plan to cook all weekend. I have like a little menu. It ain't nothing okay. fancy. But That's cute. I love. We're gonna get kinky. It's nothing extravagant. I love it's Alabama. Proper. I love Alabama food. I, I love Alabama too, and I am a cook. I'm southern all the way down. So, yeah. All right. Well, you get kinky See? on Valentine's Day. You have a good time. And that's what I said, I man. Cooking a meal and getting sex and doing all of that for Valentine's Day for your man is really nice. See? Little cute things you can but do. But sex is a Valentine's Day gift. She just said it. She gonna uh-huh. get kinky. Yeah, but she, not just that. You can't just be like, we had up. last week. <laughs> yeah, you definitely want sex on Valentine's Day. Like, listen, come on. You definitely but that's not the whole gift. That's what I'm saying. You want sex every day, pretty much. Nah. I want I, I want what she's doing. Whoa. When she talk about them tricks, when she talk about, like, really turning it up, you got to turn it up to another level on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all ain't with the thumb in his <laughs> yeah, All right. What's, what's the moral of the story? Look at him. He ain't say no. <laughs> say no about what? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. What's the moral of the story? Moral of the story is that Envy wants to go hitchhiking, clearly. He's flustered. Envy want to be standing somewhere with his thumb in the air, clearly. What the hell is this <laughs> talking about? <laughs> what's wrong with this guy, man? Yeah, what's wrong with me? By the way, in the I last like... 10 minutes, behind the scenes and on the air, DJ Envy's mentioned butt play for Valentine's at least six times. <laughs> no, I didn't. Just go on and get the I anal said... swab, bro. Just let Gia do the anal swab for you this weekend so you can come back to work, man. I felt oh, like both man. of y'all not coming in on Monday. <laughs> You need the anal swab. Go on and get the anal swab COVID test, man. It's okay. Look, my physician's on his, uh, on the way here now. But anyway, we got rumors on the way? Yes, since we're talking Valentine's Day, let's talk about BET Uncut coming back just for Valentine's Day. We don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that. All right. Well, we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ, and um, So what are you getting your man for Valentine's uh, Day, Angela Yee? You didn't say that in the last segment. Uh yeah, so I actually haven't even decided yet. I'm a last minute person. I'll mm. probably send something online, but I don't think for either one of us it's a big deal this holiday. Like it's never been like, oh my god, it's Valentine's Day. It's never really been like that. So, so is it? A, that's what I'm. So is it? That's what, is it a thing? I mean, is is it a thing at all? It just depends on who you are. Some people for that. Some people it's a big deal. Like I had boyfriends in the past who they made a big deal out of Valentine's Day. Like my boyfriend, he'll probably send me some flowers, something like that. It's not going to be like some big extravagant thing. I think we care more about like birthdays and that's, I think, our biggest deal. I would think that this Valentine's Day will be different than any other one, though, because, you know, last year's Valentine. You know, we were we were we weren't in a pandemic. After going through the year that we just went through, aren't you just happy to have somebody that loves you? Aren't you just happy to have a significant other? Aren't you just happy to be here? Do you really need anything? And I'm gonna keep it real. I already told him, I said, look, I bought a new house. I done spent so much money. I just invested in two new businesses. What that I got really to do with me? Right. Nah, he's fine. And I but I I'm very honest about things like that. I'm like, look, I know, you know, birthday and all of that. I just it's coming up. I'm like, I just just to let you know, it's going to be thoughtful, but I ain't got no money like that right now to just, you know, and I, so I told him even for the holidays, I was like, we don't even have to get each other anything because I know he's been doing a lot of things, too, with his money. And so I don't want that to be like another added stress for us. Mm, OK, so, yeah, I think as long as you have conversations with people and let them know where you're at, 
You can't just be like, oh, man, I got to spend all the money that I don't have right now just to impress somebody. And you also don't want to not do anything but not tell them why. True. I can understand that. I can understand you know, that. So. Have you got a rumor report coming up? Uh, yes. And we are going to be uh, talking about Cardi B. And she is going makeup free. We'll tell you why. I know they about to show off for Valentine's Day. Cardi B and Offset. <laughs> Listen, you already. I'm going to just watch everybody else on the gram. And All be right. like, that's nice. Rumor report up next at the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, do you want to get a record deal? Huh? You want to hear your, your <laughs> stuff you out go. there to the world? Now you're selling it. Come looking on. Looking for the hottest hip-hop and <laughs> R&B artists go. out there. All, right? there All you got to do is go to iHeartRadio.com slash how can I get on to join. You could be mentored by Angela Yee. And right. DJ Envy. No, and me too. Yep. And it's brought to you by AHA Radio and Facebook's Facebook group. So if you want to get mentored by me, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee, uh, just hit up the uh, the link, iHeartRadio.com slash how can I get on. So, so you give it out I think today's the last day also. So you got to make sure you hurry up and get on there. Yeah, so all you guys that are in my DMs that say you rap or you sing, this is for you. Again, iHeartRadio.com. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with you, man? Every, everything's not a joke. Everything's not a joke. Slash, how can I get on? Mm. Uh, now you got to wait for them to get on, huh? See, I hate you, man. Let's get to the rumors, man. Go ahead. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. And for all you guys in Envy's DMs, BET Uncut is returning. <laughs> and that is going to be returning just for the week of Valentine's Day. BET tweeted out, we are bringing BET Uncut back temporarily all week long for Valentine's Day weekend. Completely uncensored conversations about any and anything you Anybody want. Nobody watch no goddamn but, BET Uncut for the conversation. was concerned. Yeah, I think, it, is it just like a conversation online and or what is it? First of all, number one reason we don't need BET Uncut anymore is because we got YouTube, we got Instagram, we got TikTok, we got all of these that's other true. sites that are we way more fans. explicit. Yes, OnlyFans, <laughs> all of this stuff that's way more explicit than uh, BET Uncut ever was. The point of BET Uncut back in the day was you didn't see stuff like that on Nothing TV. Now all. we see that's stuff true. like that all the time. Like Nelly swiping the credit card to the young lady's ass is light nowadays. <laughs> All right. Well, Mighty Casey, don't tell Minister <laughs> Farrakhan. He don't want to know what's going on. Because white girls rule my world. You know, we, 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 see, we see a bunch of niggas that love white women now. What the heck are you talking about? What what's song going is that? on? Y'all, y'all not real BET Uncut fans. Y'all just proved it. I didn't know what just happened. You yeah, just went all know. over the place. Yeah, he went really, white lines with it. Yeah, then listen, he went white girls. I, I guarantee. I wasn't a big B. I wasn't a big BET Uncut fan. I'm just wow. be honest. Wow. I wasn't. Well, it says a lot about you. <laughs> what does it say? It says a lot about you. <laughs> all right, Cardi B, her Fast and Furious Nine character has been revealed. What is her role? She'll be playing a character named Lisa, who is tied to Vin Diesel's uh, character's past, and she returns to make her presence felt. She was initially connected to the Fast series back in 2019. There was a video with her alongside Vin Diesel, so now we know that. I didn't know, I didn't know Cardi B was in Fast and Furious. We'll yes. dro- drop on the clues bonds for body. Body is out of here. I'm telling you, Hollywood and TV is where it's at for body. Music is just a, a rung on the ladder of success for her. You nah. didn't know that? See I, see, I see what type of person you are. What? Shut your Dominican ass up. Of course you would know what's going on. Of course you would know what's going on with Cardi because she's Dominican. Okay? <laughs> Y'all stick together in different ways. All right? Demo! 
What? Did I say that right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, Cardi also posted a makeup-free video, and she had a message for everybody that be trying to hate on her and screenshot a moment where she looks, you know, not her best. Here's what she said. Y'all take pictures or videos of me with no makeup while I'm in motion and be like, oh, look how Cardi, she looks so weird without no makeup. This is me with no makeup. No filter. You could see all the... You know, the little blemishes on my face. Every single time a bitch is feeling good, like y'all be doing to the other young lady, when y'all see them doing so good, y'all be trying to put their confidence down. That don't work on me anymore. I just want to let y'all know that I feel comfortable in my skin. I'm going to stay on top. With this natural face, makeup or not, a bitch is doing good. Now suck because y'all bitches is washed. <laughs> if, you enjoy doing, if you enjoy doing something, is it an, an insult? What do you mean? If, if he say SMD. Oh, okay. Why? So you weren't insulting? Why? You enjoy doing it? I'm just saying. So if you tell somebody, you if if you somebody, tell somebody you SMD, but then you go <laughs> SMD later, eh. That's all, you know. Eh. Does it affect you? All right, you? and... No. <laughs> See? Exactly. But that's the reason I don't call people the P word. You know what I mean? So like, why would I call you something you enjoy I enjoy? It. Yeah. It makes no sense. Penis? I hate this show. Where are we going today? I don't know. Not hell. <laughs> All right, now, I, just, I just thought this story was funny. A Singaporean professor was lecturing the class for two hours, right? And this lecture started um, at six o'clock, and at 6.08, he was muted. So. Eight minutes in, he got muted, but he lectured for two hours. And then by the time it was the end of the lecture, here's what happened. Do you have any questions? From 6.08 onwards, your screen froze and we hear nothing from you ever since. Huh? No. <laughs> okay, so maybe I will redo this class sometime. No way. Sorry. <laughs> I have no idea what he I just He started hyperventilating. <laughs> so eight minutes into his lecture, his two-hour lecture, he got muted. Then at the end, he turned, I guess somehow it came back. He froze, and then he was muted. And then at the end, he came back on. So for two hours, he was talking, 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 and lecturing, but no one heard anything. So now he has to redo the class. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit another two hours. There's no way. I sat two hours and just watched him with his mouth move, and then for two hours again, he nope. They you said a lot of the students actually left the class. There was only a few hours. left. <laughs> Yo, shut up. Yo, what's wrong with you this morning, man? What? I just asked you a question. I don't even know what the hell y'all right. talking about. This story lost me. Maybe I got to see it. <laughs> this should have been a visual, maybe. All right. And Nene Leakes is denying that she was dumped by her entire team. Now, there was a story that her team all left her. This was on Love B. Scott. They said she's no longer repped by her manager, Stephen Grossman, or her ICM talent agency or her lawyer. Well, Nene Leakes is denying all of that. And she said that's not true. And she's had a lot of issues with Bravo and the whole franchise. If y'all remember, she talked about this uh, a while ago on The Real. Here's what she had said. You know, when you work at any company, you want elevation. As an original housewife, a lot of these girls were being elevated. I was being demoted. And the way I was being demoted is I was giving less and less episodes, and these girls were giving more and more episodes. Right. So this is something she's been talking about for a while. And she also had tweeted out last week for people to stand up, protest, sign the petition and stop watching. The treatment of black women behind the scenes is wrong. Even the cast that's currently filming knows wrong is and was happening. They try to silence us. We must speak up when wrong is happening. I won't stop. Has anybody asked the other black women about this? 
like, you know, Portia Williams or, you know, Candy Burris or anybody else who's on the show? Has anybody been asked about these? I, listen, I haven't seen their response. You know, she did say Portia is aware, but won't speak up because of the fear of losing her check. Mm. All right. That is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shalabay, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, there is a brother, and I use that term loosely, who needs to come to the front of the congregation. You know, I don't use that term loosely. He is a brother. You know what I'm saying? He just, he just needs a nigga wake up call. His name is Austin Chang, I think his name is. Austin Chang, he needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. I have become donkey of the day. It's the Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. <laughs> Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, February 10th goes to Austin Chang. Am I pronouncing his name right? Let me see. Let me hear his name. Let me hear his Austin name. Chang. Austin Chang. Okay, yes, Austin Chang. Who is Austin Chang? He is a black army veteran and businessman, and he will be running for governor of Michigan against incumbent, incumbent Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer. He's one of these Negroes who clearly has yet to get his nigga wake-up call. What is a nigga wake-up call, Uncle Charlotte? Well, according to the great Paul Mooney, as well as the Urban Dictionary, it is when a black person usually an entertainer or celebrity of some sort, in this case a politician, finally realizes that uh, white media, white America, will never see them as anything but black. And that is, and that as soon as they can, and as soon as they can find a way to ruin your life, oh, they will, okay? Uh, a nigga wake-up call is also usually a black person who finally understands that we do not live in a post-racial society, and they usually realize that by experiencing the effects of covert and overt racism firsthand okay that's what is eventually going to happen to austin chang because this negro who's from nigeria by the way is one of those black people who thinks he's going to get on by kicking in the backs of black people he thinks he's going to get on by sucking the kneecaps and licking the soles of a white supremacist's new balance okay see some politicians are fully aware that the maga base is real uh, 74 million people voting for trump in the last presidential election proved that and when you look at polls that say 87% of U.S. Republicans believe all lives matter compared to 63% of Democrats who believe black lives matter. You like the hell with that black stuff. Okay, even if you are indeed black, and that's what Austin Chang has done. This man posted on his Instagram page, and I want y'all to write his Instagram page down because we are going to have a petty party in his mentions on his Instagram, at Austin Chang, A-U-S-T-I-N-C-H-E-N-G-E. He posted... And I'm quoting this verbatim. I will cancel Black History Month in Michigan. It's offensive, unfair, maybe illegal. Americans from all backgrounds deserve a, rever a revered history. I'll declare American History Month. <sighs> Let me repeat that one more time. He posted on his Instagram. I will cancel Black History Month in Michigan. It's offensive, unfair, maybe illegal. Americans from all backgrounds deserve a revered history. I'll declare American History Month. Clayton Bigsby is somewhere excited. Black power! Uncle Ruckus couldn't agree with you more. Nigga free, and that's how he need to be. Nigga free, and that's how he need to be. He ain't free. Okay, self-hatred is not free. I don't understand the self-hate that some Negroes like Austin Chang possess because I promise you, my brother, nobody likes a sellout. Nobody likes a human that is willing to throw their own race under the bus to win favor from another race. If I was white, why would I trust you? That'd be the funny part. White folks will embrace a self-hating Negro like this, not realizing this Negro don't love you. The reason he don't love you is because he don't love his damn self. 
If your first, last, and best love is self-love, tell me how could he ever give a damn about you when he don't love himself? See, what this Austin nigga is doing is exactly what America attempts to do, erase black history. Okay, see, he's right when he says black history is American history. That's a fact. But America keeps trying to revise it. See, if we talk American history, we have to start at the beginning. The beginning was a country built by the enslaved. So when you have to deal with the reality of American history, which is slavery, then you have to start talking about atoning for it. That's a conversation that's usually a non-starter. Okay, when you get to talking about American history in regards to black people and you get to talking about slavery and how black people are old reparations for slavery, then all of a sudden, people's tongues want to do the silhouette challenge. They want to turn off the lights so we can hardly see and start dancing to distract us from the matter at hand. No, turn them damn red lights off. Turn these other lights on. Turn that Doja Cat streets off and let's have a real conversation, okay? I bet you, if you get to talking to Austin Chang about American history, and I put American in air quotes, okay? If you get to talking to him about real American American history and slavery and what black people are owed, he, he, he will sound like this. See, to understand the story of Catcher Freeman, you gotta know a little something about slavery. Now, if you think is as worthless and lazy today, oh, Lord help me, you should have seen them back in slavery days. Little old master colonel and plantation owners like him provided darkies all over the South with good jobs, food, housing. I'm telling you, slavery was the best thing that ever could happen to Negro kind. That, that's, that's how Austin Chang's American history would sound if you got to talking about uh, slavery. Not to mention, Austin, you're from Nigeria. Don't come to America trying to get rid of our black traditions, our black American traditions, okay? What if I went to Nigeria, ran for office and, and, and told folks when I'm elected, I'm going to stop y'all from having three wedding ceremonies. Okay. What if I went to Nigeria, ran for office and told y'all no more Sunday rice. Okay. What if I went to Nigeria, ran for office and told y'all I'm banning the spraying of money at all ceremonies. How would you like that? Well, you probably wouldn't care because you clearly one of these black people who hate to see other black people having a good time. Okay. You just hate anything black, black Panther, black coffee, black ice. I hate nigga guys too, but that's neither here nor there. You doing all this because you want to impress these human jars of Hellman's that don't give a damn about you. You are selling your soul to white devils who, if some of them saw you in the street, they don't know that you hate black folks. And guess what? They wouldn't care because at the end of the day, no matter how much you hate your own, you will never hate your own as much as they hate your black ass. Okay. You can't run from who you are, Austin, and it may not be today, may not be tomorrow, but one day soon you will be reminded that no matter how much you sell out, them white racists not buying in because they don't buy black, okay? That nigga wake up calls on the way. Word to Paul Mooney. Wake up, nigga. A nigga wake up calls a bitch. Yes, it is. Please let Remy Ma give Austin Chain the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Mm -hmm. No, 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 we got a petty ball. You said we have a petty ball. Oh, yes. My, th thank you for reminding me. I got hot in here because for whatever reason, the heat in here be on a thousand. And so I had to pat myself down. But uh, yes, petty party in Austin Chang's Instagram. His Instagram is A-U-S-T-I-N-C-H-E-N-G-E. -E. I want y'all to put nigga in the phone emoji. That's it. <laughs> Go to his page. And you do an N-I-G-G-A or N-I-G-G-E-R? Well, you know what? You're right. Thank you for that. N-I-G-G-E-R. Yes. N-I-G-G-E-R and yes. the phone and emoji. And the phone emoji. That's what I want y'all to do. Go to his Instagram page. We're having a petty party at Austin Chang. A-U-S-T-I-N-C-H-E-N-G-E. Put N-I-G-G-E-R in the phone emoji. That's it. Okay. He need a nigga wake up call. He going to get it, though.
All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, Up ma'am. next, Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Angela right now. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning, Angela. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. It's Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello? Hello? Hey, what's your question for Yee? Yeah, man. Uh, I was just asking about, you know, me and my lady have been together for a while. And I just wanted to know, is it a thing to be fresher than to being married? And even though that you've been together for so long. How long have you been together? Um, we've been together since high school, and it's probably going on like 13, 12, 13 years. So you've been together 12 or 13 years, but you want to get married or you don't want to get married? Well, you know, just from experience, marriages don't seem to last. You know, Marry that girl, oh man. Stop it. That is a terrible excuse to not get married. Some marriages last and some don't. That's on every situation is different. So what is it that's holding you back from getting married? Not wanting anything to change. I mean, there's no reason for anything to change. I know I love the way that she is. She loves the way I am. So I don't see the point in actually, you know, changing anything. I mean, we have Does she wanna does she wanna get married? Um well, she's kind of, I, I I know she gets excited when anytime anybody bring it up. And, you know, I get a lot of a lot of pressure from my family. So my family asks, but her family don't really say anything too much to me anyway. But other than that, I know, like, my auntie, my mama, grandma, I always get a lot of questions on when I'm going to marry. You know what I mean? Because we've been together for so long. But I'm like, well, we... We kind of married anyway. You know what I mean? Sir, you are just too comfortable. That's what the problem is. Everything's good. It's smooth. You might get married and things could get even better. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't believe that. You know, it could go the opposite way, though. You know? And guess what? Y'all could stay together the way that you are now, and it could still not work out. So it's all a risk. But don't you want her to be happy and give it? And I think... You don't even know this, and I get it. You're nervous. You're scared. You're coming up with excuses of why you don't have to do it. You're comfortable. But she it, it's going to make her really happy. And you said you guys are pretty much married now anyway. That's right. Indeed, indeed. I guess it's more of me. I guess, I guess it would be more of me, you know. But um, more, yeah, like you said, being nervous and things, so. Yeah, and legally, there'll be a lot more things that you guys can do if you get married, you know, when it comes to taxes, when it comes to if something should happen to either one of you and the rights that you have. You have children? Yes, ma'am. You don't think that's for your for your kids to see you guys married? You don't think that'll be amazing for the whole family? I mean, you know, as far as they're concerned, we are married. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. When nothing really change, you know, I mean, she may have my last thing for so long, you know what I mean? So... I don't. Mm-hmm. This would be. I guess it's just not an official marriage, and that's and that's what it is. It seems like um, I get a lot of pressure from that. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't you? Do you want it to be official? Yes. That's what it feels like. That's why you even have this question. It feels like you're mm-hmm. pondering doing this. 
Your situation seems like the ideal situation for a couple who should get married. Y'all get along great. You love each other. That's the person you're going to be with for the rest of your life. Isn't that who you're supposed to marry? It seems so. It definitely seems that way. But I'm just, I just, that's my thing. I don't want anything to change. You know, if I do marry her and then she turn around and be like, well, I'm not doing this or I'm doing this, you know. Sir, y'all have been together for 13 years. You think she's been pretending for 13 years? I don't know. Oh, stop it. Now you're just being ridiculous. You're just being ridiculous. You don't, listen, you might even be happier. You just don't even know. But you trust this woman. You love her. You love your family. You're going to be with her forever. Yeah, yeah. For the most part. That's the last step. A lot of people get married for the wrong reasons. It seems like if you got married, it'll be for the right reasons. Yeah, I definitely would agree if I decided to go even further. And then, you know, um, the other thing is planning everything. You know, I don't want to be the, the usual. You know what I mean? So that's okay. Too, so. Hey, listen, you can get engaged. I don't mean you have to get married right away. You have time to plan out what you need to plan out. But I think it'll be a great experience for you. It just seems like if anybody should get married, it's y'all. <laughs> like anybody. Well, I definitely appreciate that, Miss the Thank you, And uh, I listen to you guys every morning. I do appreciate it. Y'all doing what y'all doing, so congratulations. Listen, and, and hit us up because we're going to send you a, a gift, when, a wedding gift, when y'all get married. Something nice. Oh, well, I definitely appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, no problem. All right, this is Ask Ye. 800-585-1051 is the number if you have any questions when it comes to relationships, when it comes to work, when it comes to friendships, whatever you need to know. Call us up right now, Ask Ye. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. What's up? It's the Breakfast Club. It is Ask Yee. And right now we have Jazz on the line. What's up, Jazz? Hi. <laughs> hey, girl. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm a little nervous. But I'm okay. Well, what's the problem today? Um, so I'm kind of going through a uh, custody situation with my uh, kid's father mm-hmm. pretty much he is i i don't knock him as a parent right that's not that's never been me i've never knocked him as a um dad i can't necessarily call him a father but i can't knock him as a dad um mm-hmm. the most recent incident him and his new girlfriend decided to show up to my kids daycare um pretty much without my permission to try to take my kids from school Previously Mm-mm. in the past, like, we've had altercations to where, like, I've never called the police on him, but we've had altercations to where he has assaulted me in front of our daughter. What? So, okay, and, oh, my God, Jazz, he physically assaulted you. Yeah, he says it's roughing me up, but mm-hmm. there was a point in time where I wanted to go, like, go off to the service, and my daughter was sitting in between my legs, and he... We were having a conversation, like the steps it would take, and he physically grabbed me while my daughter was sitting in between my legs and just mushed me up against the wall. Whoa! Because and why? Why did you? Why did you not call the cops? I'm just curious. Is it just because you don't want anything to happen to him? Is it because we have this stigma against calling the cops? What is it? 
no, I didn't want anything to happen to him per se because at the time we were dating, so I didn't want physically anything to happen to him. And then also, I didn't want to send my kid's father to jail. You know, it's interesting that you didn't want anything to happen to him, but anything could have happened to you. And it didn't seem to he didn't seem to care about that. Yeah, you're right about that. But he's like I said, at the time we were in a relationship. So I didn't I I was just based off of what I've seen previously, like from past relationships with my mom or whatever. It was never the first thought to call the police. It was just like, OK, we need some time some time apart and then we'll come back together and re- regroup based off of like you know what i've seen in my household growing up and does he d- still do things like that now no because we're not together like he says only to call him when it's regarding the kids but he mm-hmm. has me on block and he calls when he wants to so i don't understand how he wants me to call him if he has my phone number on block okay so what is it that you need today would I be wrong, based off the first incident that he did to, uh, a couple of weeks ago, would I be wrong to try to get a um, restraining order or a trespassing on him from him picking up the kids at the daycare? I think- like, would it be wrong on my part? Well, first of all, you need to contact your daycare center to let them know that unless you authorize it, that he's not to come and take your, your child from daycare. And number two, you mm-hmm. definitely need to make sure you lawyer up. Now is the time for you to get that expert advice on legally what you can do, because it seems like you're going to have a, t- a custody battle in your future. And we want to make sure that you have the upper hand when it comes to this. So definitely consult with the lawyer. Definitely make sure you document these things. If you need to do any type of police report, I don't know what the charges would be. If it's, you know, endangering the what, whatever it is. You need to talk to an attorney about that and make sure you get that legally done so that when it is time for you guys to go to court, if you have to initiate that, you have all of that evidence. And that means don't send any crazy text messages or leave voicemails or anything like that that he could use against you. But make sure you keep anything that he sends to you and make sure you do what you're supposed to do as a parent. But the main thing is that this is about you and your daughter and your safety. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because I just because... I don't know. I just didn't want to make it seem like I was being a bad parent to try to keep the other parent away from, you know, my daughter. But he has to communicate with you. It's not that he can't see his daughter. He just can't go unauthorized without telling you or letting you know and go take her. Who knows? Anything could happen. He has to be responsible as a parent. And so you guys have to work those things out. And it might have to be through the court system. And that's unfortunate, but it might have to be that way so that you don't run into these issues and everybody knows what they can and cannot do moving forward. Okay. That really opened my eyes. Thank you so much. All right. I wish you so much luck. I know it's not easy. And I just want to say you'll feel a big um, burden off your shoulders once you get through this whole process. And once you get everything initiated, even just to start talking to an expert and figuring out what you can do and making sure that you have everything lined up on your end. Because you don't want to be surprised when he tries to do something and you're not prepared for it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. Good luck. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes. And coming out of that, Ask Yee, let's talk about Aaliyah Taylor. That is Chad Wheeler's girlfriend. You know, Chad Wheeler from uh, the NFL. He brutally beat her. And now she is speaking about the incident. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Ha <laughs> ha! 
<laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Chad Wheeler. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, we all saw the horrifying story about a former Seattle Seahawks player, Chad Willer, and he beat his girlfriend at the time, Aaliyah Taylor, so badly, he almost beat her to death. Well, Aaliyah Taylor has just done an interview with CBS reporter Jerrica Duncan, and she talks about what happened that day on January 22nd. Here's what she said about her injuries. I still have to regularly get like my concussion checked. I have bolts and still and a steel plate I'm going to have forever in my arm. I'm going to have to deal with this the rest of my life. Oh, my God. Anyway, she also goes on to talk about how he told her to bow down. He stood up and he told me to bow down and I asked him why. And he, he didn't respond. He just told me to bow down again. And I told him no. And he he immediately grabbed my neck. And that's um, that's when things began. When he grabbed my neck, he... He threw me on the bed. I remember looking up at him and asking him, please stop, Chad, it's me. And um, I just immediately knew the look in his eyes, that was it. Damn. Did she discuss uh, any of his mental health issues? I know she had said that before. Did she expound on that in any way? Well, here's what she said about calling his father and um, going to the bathroom and trying to get help. I had touched my face and I looked down and there was there's blood on my hand and I, I remember getting up and running to the bathroom. Chad was standing by the bed by the doorway and he was sipping his smoothie and was like, wow, you're, you're still alive. And I'm grateful he didn't grab me in that moment. I was able to run to the bathroom. He went back into the living room to continue eating. I had texted his dad too and told him that Chad was trying to kill me. Chad's dad called him. And he answered, and he didn't have any worry at all. And, he, and Chad was like, I'm just eating dinner. Something's going on. And that terrified me. Damn. Mm-mm-mm. Now, to put it in perspective, he's 315 pounds and six foot seven. And wow. she said he was acting like, and she also said he loved his hair. And that morning he had shaved his hair off. But and so he was just off. Yeah, he was clearly having some wow. type of manic episode. Cause didn't before she said he wasn't taking his medicine, his medication. And he did say it was a manic episode and he's been charged with three criminal charges, first degree domestic violence assault. And it took three cops to actually subdue him when this happened. He did plead not guilty to the charges on Monday. Yeah, I have empathy for the guy because wow. he clearly suffers from mental illness, but that doesn't mean he shouldn't be held accountable. Like, you know, you right. still got to you, you still got to deal with the consequences of your actions, um, but he also Oof. needs to be treated. So you can send him to prison, but he still should be treated for whatever's, you know, whatever causes those manic episodes. That's not fun, well, man. Listen, I, I've been attacked by somebody having a manic episode. And, you know, he got his ass beat and he got committed. And, he, you know, and he got committed. So, you know, you got two things can be true. Well, I'm praying for Aaliyah Taylor right now. And I'm sending her so much love and light. That is a horrifying situation. And she's going to deal with it, like she said, for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. All right, Kodak Black, his security rushed him to safety. There was a red beam. There's video circulating of this on his shirt. And he was performing one of his songs at a nightclub, and that red beam was on his sweatshirt. And then seconds later, security rushed him out of the venue. They were concerned. As they should have. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, not, Jennifer- to, not to go backwards, mm-hmm. but it pisses me off that cops could figure out a way 
to subdue Chad Wheeler, knowing he was, you know, dealing with whatever manic episode he wanted. But when it comes to, you know, black people having those same manic episodes who are a lot smaller than Chad Wheeler was, they just shoot and kill him. Just want to throw that out there. Right. All right. Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez underwent therapy in quarantine. She revealed to Allure that it's been really good. She said we got to work on ourselves and she said it was really helpful for them in their relationship. And she said, you know, she missed being creative and running on 150. But Alex, of all people, was like, I love it. I love being at home. I love doing my Zooms. I love knowing the kids are there and you're there all the time. You know, he's uh, they've been they've been having some issues, too, because there's a woman, uh, Madison LaCroix from Southern Charm. And people are saying that there was some relationship between her and A-Rod. And, you know, she's saying they never met up in person, but they were FaceTiming or something like that. But they don't know each other personally. All right. The Best Man Limited Series is coming to Peacock and it's going to star the original cast. How exciting is that? I'm here it's for It's a 10 episode limited dramedy called The Best Man, The Final Chapters. And here is a flashback of Morris Chestnut actually giving us this information. The real Morris Chestnut. I can tell you this right now. Literally, I was on a call recently and the band is working on getting back together again. I can tell you that. Things are in motion, literally, as we speak. Now, this is how these streaming services work. This is how they get you. They put one show on like this that I have to watch. I have mm -hmm. to watch this Best Man series. So now I order goddamn Peacock, and I forget that I got it after I watch the 10 episodes. Next thing I know, I'm mm. paying this for the next year or so until I remember, and then I cancel it. The worst is when you get, like, a free subscription period, and then you don't cancel it in mm -hmm. time. I do that all the time. I'd be like, oh, let me do this. All the time. Yeah, all the time. And then next thing you know, you got a, a charges on. You're like, wait, when did this happen? Wait till y'all find out who's playing Mars Chestnut's brother on this show. Cool. Definitely not you. Mm-mm. No mm -mm. way. <laughs> First of all, I'm so tired of y'all not supporting my dreams and aspirations. We do not okay. want to insult Morris Chestnut. What about insulting me and my dreams and my aspirations, the things that I may want to do with my life? We don't care about that. Wow. No, we don't care about that either. <laughs> we care about wow. Morris Chestnut. Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, it's Black History Month. What are we doing? You know, today we're celebrating the new Black History Month legend, a black man that I have thoroughly enjoyed my whole life. His name is Paul Mooney. Uh, he's a comedian, a, a writer, a social critic, TV film actor. He was the pin for a man people consider the greatest comedian of all time, Richard Pryor. He has an amazing book called Black is the New White. Um, I think everybody should go out there and pick that up. It's a great read. And I've been to a couple of Paul Mooney's comedy shows, and I've seen black people, uh, not black people, I've seen white, white people, people walk out. Mm -hmm. They always walk out because they think Paul Mooney is racist because Paul Mooney will call you on your shit. And I would never understand white people calling a black man racist. But in this moment, courtesy of the real black YouTube page, Paul Mooney explains why a black person could never be racist. The Breakfast Club presents a new Black History Month legend. I can't be racist by definition. Look that up in the white folks dictionary. How can I be racist? I've never told anyone where to live. I've never told anyone what kind of jobs to have. I've never kept anyone from going to a school or out of a restaurant or drinking from a fountain. I've never lynched anybody. How can I be racist? By definition, I can't be racist. Well, I think what's happening is... How can, how can the slave be the master? That doesn't even make sense. That's someone that's telling you this or making that statement. Whether they're black or white, they have to be totally insane. 
But if I am racist, if, the, if I go along with that, then I learn from the best. I was taught by the best, if that's true. And that was another new Black History Month legend, courtesy of The Breakfast Club. I love when Paul Mooney gives out that free jewelry. And for all you white folks who get mad at me and call up here to The Breakfast Club calling me racist, uh, that answer Paul Mooney gave applies to me as well. You do know The Breakfast Club has a Paul Mooney interview that we never put out, right? <laughs> why didn't we put that out? I don't even I don't, remember I what don't, was said. I don't remember why we didn't put it out. Maybe because he was really going in on white people. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't remember why. It was something. That doesn't sound like a reason. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a reason up here. Yeah. Well, we got it in the archives. We'll put it. We'll put it in the Breakfast Club documentary. That'd be one of them things we put in the Breakfast Club documentary. All right. Why didn't we put that Paul Mooney interview? I don't know. It's nice to have a lost interview that we never put out. We got a bunch of those. We got a few of those. Migos too short. <laughs> Dej Loaf. Dej Loaf. We interviewed Dej Loaf. Sure hmm. did, and we never put it out. It was terrible. No, oh, okay. Well, we, have, we put Chief Keef out, right? We did put Chief Keef out. You put yeah, Chief we Keefe did. Out. That's where all those memes come from. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hi, when we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Do you want a record deal? Do you want to be heard by millions of people? Yes. Well, that's what we're trying to get you. That's right. Together with iHeartRadio, you have a chance to get signed to Sparta Distribution and be mentored by me, DJ MB, and Angela Yee. Now, if you want more information, go to iHeartRadio.com slash how can I get on. You have until Friday to get on. Charlemagne will even help you get on. So, um, Not true. I don't have nothing to do with this. But anyway, if you want to get on, we're offering a deal, and that's through iHeartRadio and Facebook groups, all right? Again, that's iHeartRadio.com slash how can I get on. Now, you got a positive note? Well, before we get to the positive note, I would just like to say uh, Angela Yee informed us during the last rumor report that the best man is coming to NBC Peacock. It will be 10 episodes, mm -hmm. and I said this would be the thing that would probably make me get NBC Peacock. And Daniel, our producer, sent me a text. Just me. Didn't put it in the group chat. Daniel said, you can have my Peacock login. Wow. <laughs> Y'all sharing Peacocks over there? This is the positive note? That, no, I'm just saying. He, oh, okay. Hey, man. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Wow, what's all that noise? What's going on over there? Dan just broke the microphone. He got so wow. excited. All that he was like, grab your mic and broke the mic. My what is login. going on? I just hear a bunch of noise. I just hear he got excited just now. <laughs> you guys are too much. Listen, the positive yeah. note is this. Uh, change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. That's from Barack Obama. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 